day, very, very important day. Um, the reason it's an important day is because, exactly, say it out loud, Ben. Because it's the first day of the rest of our Because Lemaissa, it's your, it's your life. It's your first day of the rest of your life. And every day is an important day. And that's part of what we're going to be talking about. Just to do a quick Hilchus Lashon Hara, <clears throat> just to start off with the Halacha, because it's always important, um, talking negatively about a speaker, says the Chavetz Chaim, talking negatively about a speaker can have a terrible ramifications. Besides for degrading the speaker, your Lashon Hara can weaken the impact of a speech. You can have someone speak and give a speech, and then someone says, ah, oh, you know, uh, that person speaks too deep, that person is boring, that person this, blah, 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 blah. Um, furthermore, as a result of your words, people will not be interested in hiring the speaker in the future. You come home from a speech, right, and this is Avak Lashon Hara, uh, this is Avak Lashon Hara, you come home from a speech and someone asks you, how was the speech? So first of all, that question is Avak Lashon Hara, which means that's all that is is a setup for someone to speak Lashon Hara. You have to be very careful have to be very careful of the questions that you ask your spouse, questions that you ask your friend, right? You have to be very careful because you could set up someone for speaking Lashnara. How was the restaurant? How was it? Oh, it was terrible. How was the service? How was the hotel? Now, Vada, when you're talking about a Jewish-owned restaurant, a Jewish hotel, anything that is Jewish, that is Jewish owners, you have to be very, very careful because your information is going to be pure Lashon Hara. I know a lot of people, thank you. I know a lot of people, thank you very much. I know a lot of people struggle with that, um, especially putting reviews, right? Airbnbs in Israel, right? It's a Jewish person, so you have, people want to know, oh, so what do I do if it was a terrible experience? Okay, that's a good question. It's a good question, what you do if it was a terrible experience, right? You could ask, if someone asks you, should I go to that Airbnb? You could say, you know, um, I think you would enjoy this one or that one. You don't have to necessarily put it down. Yes, Rupsim Karaba. Is it possible that like, when a person puts their apartment on the Airbnb, then like, they're inviting the reviews? Good, so that's a different Shaila. Right, so that's a different Shaila. Is a person allowed to speak Lashon Hara about somebody, right, if they're... If they're uh, if they if they they're putting themselves out there they they they're they're putting themselves out to have a negative review I hear it's a good Shiloh. I hear I hear I don't know if that's on you though to be the uh, to be the one who's doing the negative review on the on the person you know I don't know I don't know I I, I have a feeling that it would be still Lashonara. Yeah. Right, there's the Shaila. If someone asks you to cut off their, their give you a Chabura, it's, right, it's the whole Shaila of paintball, whether you're allowed to go paintballing. Don't worry about it, everybody, you can go paintballing. But there's some hole that you can't because you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to bru bruise another person. Even if I say, go, come, punch me, come, let's have a punching match. You punch me, I punch you, there's some hole that it's usser because you're not allowed to give a person a Chabura. So I'm inviting it. I'm the one inviting, you know, it still might be us. Or again, we can look into the intricacy of, of the halacha. But again, most of the people who are doing the reviews on a negative review aren't doing it to help the, the, the guy. They're doing it to... You would 
message him privately. And exactly, you would message him privately, right. Rav Simcha Rabbah is saying he, he might want that, but the point is, if it's done totally lishma for that, that most of the people, the reason you write a bad review or you tell your friend about the restaurant is because you're angry. Don't tell me because you want to save your friend $10 of pizza. Give me a break. That's not why you're doing that. Don't, 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 don't fool yourself. You're not doing that. Everyone says, oh, but I care about my friend, the restaurant. No, you don't. You're angry at the restaurant. It doesn't mean you also don't care about your friend's money. That's not the reason you're doing it. You're doing it because you're angry. Yes, uh, Reb Zev. If you're telling him that I don't think there's a restaurant for you right. of its health, and, and, and you know the restaurant, he would buy that if it's not anything. I don't understand the question. What do you mean? The question is, you're, you're calling the owner of the restaurant to lose money. You're telling him, I, I, I don't think it's a, I'm going to give you... Yeah, if you money. put down... Yeah, not that you're just losing money. You're, sh you're shaming the restaurant owner. You're making him feel bad. If it was my, if it was my restaurant, I would feel bad. Yeah, but on the other hand, this yeah. guy eats Oh, it's going to hurt him. If it's going to hurt him, okay. So, so, Avada, you have to protect and help people. But again, how am I doing it? How am I doing it? How am I saying it? Am I saying it to protect his health? Or I'm saying it because I'm angry at the owner of the restaurant. That's, that's the chilek. Yeah, Rafael. Maybe you could bring uh, an answer to uh, Rabbi's question. Maybe yeah. I'm from uh, the Israel side of the Kubiyah. Right. The Someone who, who gambles, right. Because uh, there's no real stats really that they want to lose money. They put the money in because they want to win. But really, at the end of the day, but they have to give up their money. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. Good. So good swara. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. Beautiful. Nice. Shkoch. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Shkoch. Shkoch to the question. Beautiful. Yeah. Ruben. What's the balance between doing the right thing and the bad intentions? Meaning, for a practical example. Right. So you. Right. Right. So uh, again, 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 you, 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 it's it's very hard. We're people, and we are very sensitive, and we have sensitive um, feelings, and we get hurt, and. We want to please people and we want to do things and you have to know yourself to be in those situations. You have to know that it's complicated. That's all. It's complicated. Yes, you want to save your friend's money and you want to help your friend be healthy. At the same time, you have to be careful how you say things. That's all. Correct. Again, you have to know. It's not right when you say it's the right thing. You have to know what's the halacha, what's mutter, what's asr. How, what I'm at, apiyalacha, hilchus lashon hara. I don't know, it would be dangerous to say something if you're saying it out of anger and to get the guy at the restaurant. Obviously, if someone is hurting someone, you have to stop them from hurting someone, avada. You don't have to say, say if someone's going to hurt someone, but in Hilchus Lashon Hara, again, it's not for now and it's much deeper, it's not a forum, that would be a real in-depth Hilchus Lashon Hara shir, right? If someone's a cheat, you, there, there's halacha say you can't, you can't, you have to be careful how you tell somebody that he cheats in business. You, 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 you could warn him. You could say certain things. They're choshish. I mean, that, that still might be Lashon Hara. 
So what do you mean? He's going to cheat the guy in business. So good, there, there's, it's complex. It's not so simple. Our emotions and the halacha are very, very complex. You can't just, you know, learn purity of speech. I mean, it's great to learn purity of speech. Say you have to learn hilchas lashadhara bein, and you have to understand, and you have to. And most of the time, when you do that, you're not going to get in these situations anyway. You're not going to get into reviews of Airbnb. You're not worried about the restaurant things because you'll know. You stay away from people. You stay away from people who are going to cause you to speak lashadhara. You stay away from conversations. You stay away. Right? Someone told me recently that they go to meetings. They go to 12-step meetings, and they're, and, they're, and they're careful not to speak to girls. You know, they're, they're an Ehrlich person who doesn't speak to girls, and sometimes girls are at the meeting. And he asked someone else who's older, who goes, and he told them straight out, he says, a person knows when they come over to you to talk to you whether you're interested in talking to them or not, without being rude, without being rude. Right? He said he was smoking a cigarette and one of the girls came over and says, Ah, oh, you smoke? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, he just made it like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Not engaging in the conversation. So it works like that with Lush and Hara as well. You know your customers. People who speak Lush and Hara speak Lush and Hara. You know the meals that you're going to sit around with this friend. You know your friends that when you sit and have a conversation with them, which one is going to be speaking Lush and Hara, which one's not going to speak Lush and Hara. So, so... You know, that, that's, that's, I would start with that. I would start with that because it's not just a random thing that a guy just gets in a situation where he's speaking Lashon Hara. It's not, you know, it doesn't work like that. Okay, good. I'm happy we jumped right in. Um, today, um, um, from Reb Simcha Rabba's question, um, which, uh, Shu, I wanted to address your thing as well because it's uh, part of it. Um, the, um, well, today, what we're going to do is I brought some, pe- ooh, we didn't bring pens. I don't know who has pens. We're going to do some... Uh, some, do, do, do people have pens? Do, do, does anyone have pens? Do we, oh, we have the Gemach. Okay, great. Well, we're going to do a little bit, right, um, based on, uh, uh, I don't know if it was Ripsim Karaba's suggestion, my suggestion after Ripsim Karaba. We were talking yesterday, and let's just begin a little bit like this. The way it works is, is that there's something called, you guys are a little bit young for this, because uh, you're not so busy, uh, which has its uh, negative, it has its negativity, here, Ben, you can give this out also. You can give out the papers. Ben, you can give out the papers also. Um, thank you. Le, um, mo- most of you guys are not busy um, with your wives and children and time management. Time management basically um, has, has to do with one simple thing, which is the most important thing in your life. Right, probably more not probably more valuable than anything um, is your time, because your time is your life. That is your life. Life means time. Um, it's more important uh, than anything, because if you don't have time, you, you're dead. You don't have anything. Uh, so the most most important thing for a person to understand how to use wisely is your time. Um, being happy. It is a result of how you use your time. Um, being anxious is a result, believe it or not, of how you use your time, which we're going to talk about in a second. Um, having good relationships is a result of how you use your time. Everything that you do is going to be based on how you use your time. What separates people um, in, their, in their levels of productivity are all... Um, in how you use your time, right? That's that's um, that's Aleph Bay's 
Um, Shua asked a question yesterday. What was your question, Shua? Just we'll go because I think it does um, it does affect this. Because we were talking about yesterday, we ended off yesterday talking about social media, right? Social media um, versus um, you know Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. You guys are impressed, right? My son told me I, I'm holding right that uh, in the playoffs. So 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 so. Uh, it's very different to go on social media um, versus watching Game 7 of the Heat and the Celtics. That's very different, Shu, if that answers your question. Those are two very separate things. Going on social media, which I don't really know what going on social media means. I'm not, I never went on social media. I don't know if Facebook, Twitter, what's the other one, uh, TikTok, what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram. I'm ne I'm ne I don't know, what the, it's not my generation. Never had it, never will. I don't know what the taiva is for it. You guys, that's your generation. So, so it's very different to go on Instagram, Twitter, all those things than it is, unless I'm missing something, than it is to watch a basketball game on, on your phone. Those are, very, those are two very different things. Watching a movie is very different than going on Instagram and TikTok, correct? So those are very, so can we separate, can we start with that? Sure. So that, does that answer your question? Um, a little bit. So why a little bit? I think my question more is, is if you are using um, social media to like, watch people's lives and what they're doing. That I'm talking what's, about. So what's the right way to cut it out? No, there's no right way to cut it out. Don't watch other people's, what are, what are, what are, what are forums where people watch other people's lives? Give me, give me them. I don't know them. Instagram? Instagram, TikTok. All the, all these Instagram, things. TikTok. If you have Instagram and TikTok, I'm sorry if I'm insulting anyone. If you have Instagram or TikTok, you are losing out on your life. That's a fact. If anyone wants to talk to me privately, it's not an insult. I'm not judging anyone. It's just a fact. Just like if someone drinks a lot of alcohol, they're hurting their liver. Just like someone who smokes mm. marijuana or does um, uh, drugs is hurting their mind and escaping their life. That's a fact. As I've said, I'm not anti-drugs. I'm not anti-TikTok. I'm not anti-Instagram. I'm pro-reality. I'm not anti-anything. I'm pro, not anti-anything. I'm pro-living a life that Hashem blessed us to live a healthy life. When you have, and video, games are the same thing, by the way. I saw this, uh, Binyamin, right? Me and Binyamin, we sat together on the way. I was Zoycha. Your own reality, exactly. Correct. You're, well, th that's Hainuach, correct. But yes, correct. As Menachem Goldberger said, right? The dog chases its tail, but at least the dog is chasing its own tail. At least it's chasing its own tail, not another dog's tail. Okay, I had this with Binyamin. I was looking to drive back, to drive back, uh, to fly back from Karastir with Binyamin. We sat in the back, the back of the bus, back of the plane. We had a seat in between us. It was a great flight. We had that episode at the end where me and Binyamin were going to save the whole flight. That's a different conversation. But we were in the back together, and I told Binyamin I have to thank this lady who I'll probably never see again. And I told Binyamin, Binyamin, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I said, I'm not judging this lady, wonderful lady, we don't judge, judge, but she must have been one in her 60s, maybe something like that, 60, 60, wonderful lady, and she was playing Candy Crush, see I remember the name, you're impressed, 
She was playing Candy Crush, right? And I said, I love you. Uh, her name was probably like, you know, Rachel or, you know, Israeli, Sephardi. What wonderful, wonderful. I'm not judging her. But I told Binyamin, I said, I'm so thankful that I'm watching her play Candy Crush because I never ever want to be living a life at that age or at my age or any age. Now, my kid who's 15 years old, who's 10 years old, who's 12 years old, play Candy Crush because that's what it's a game to play Candy Crush. But if you're 60, 65 years old, find yourself. And I feel bad because I know people listen to this year and people a little bit older or people who are now going to feel guilty. Oh, yeah, I play video games, I play video games, I play video games. It's 100%, 100% a waste of time. Now, if you want to say, okay, I need, I'm still immature and I need to still uh, do things that are immature by playing video games and this, okay, good, but know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Know that I need to play Candy Crush for a half hour, 45 minutes a day. I'm playing Candy Crush. But if you're playing Candy Crush because you're bored, if you're on TikTok, what do you have business being on TikTok, on, on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram? Ugh, it's gross. It's gross that you're interested in, you're, you're spending your, your brain power, and, you're, and again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone has to show me Instagram or TikTok. Maybe I'm being too extreme. I just like, maybe because I never grew up with it, I don't have it. I'm saying I'm going to sit there and spend my time watching someone else uh, someone else's life it, it just doesn't make sense to me I have enough going on in my own life I want to be busy with my life now you want to watch a movie because you need to relax and you want to put on a movie to relax that could be a mitzvah if it's a movie that's, that's kosher that doesn't have anything inappropriate it could be a mitzvah to, to do that Right? That, for real. Could be a mitzvah if you need to do that. You want to watch a basketball game without anything you know, inappropriate? Could be a mitzvah for you to watch that basketball game. But that's very different than going on Instagram and wasting your time. As I've said many times, you could have one guy who's watching for two hours and another guy who's on, you could have one guy on his phone for two hours and another guy on his phone for one hour. And the guy who's on his phone for two hours is wasting more time Sorry, the guy who's on his phone for one hour is wasting more time than the guy who's on his phone for two hours. Oh, how could that be? So that's what we're going to learn as we do a little bit of setting goals and learning how to live the life. Why? How could it be? Because if I choose today that I need a break for two hours that's going to motivate me to be a better person, to, to be able to learn better, to be able to do something better. So I'm going to go on my phone and watch a movie, watch the game, watch the this for two hours versus somebody who has nothing better to do but his phone has taken over his life. Your phone has taken over your life. All of us in our generation realize that we are, especially you guys where you started with your phones, what age do people start with their, with their uh, mall machine? Because it's not really a phone. We've said that before. When, when did you start with your, mall, your pocket mall? What age does everyone start with it nowadays? 12. So 12 years old. You were, kidnapped at, you were kidnapped at 12 years old. You were kidnapped and your brain and your heart was stolen at 12 years old. That's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. You were kidnapped at 12 years old if you already were on the internet and already exposed to these things and exposed to your phone on your phone for five to seven hours 
a day. Can we get the average? Can someone look up the average amount of time that a person, that, a, that somebody is on their phone? Somebody have that? Someone have that, please? Average American? Average 15-year-old? Somebody? Average 16-year-old, 17-year-old American, 18-year-old American. How, what's the average amount of time that he spends on his phone? Anybody? 15 to 18 years old is seven and a half hours. What? 15 to 18 years old is seven and a half hours. Okay, seven and a half hours on your phone. Okay, now that's not doing homework. That's seven and a half hours and you sleep, and you sleep for seven and a half, eight hours. As a teenager, it could be you sleep even more. So that's, we're already up to 15, 16 hours. So you have nine hours in your day. And what about adults, Binyamin, if you could look that up? What are adults? It's also seven hours, right? Because adults, because they're playing Candy Crush. I'm serious. What? Seven hours. So your average adult is on his phone for seven hours. So you know what, guys? Figure it out this way. That will happen to you. That will be you. That will be you. I'm just saying that. I'm not cursing anybody. But that's the fact. That will be you. You will be part of that statistic. You will be. Unless you choose not to be. But otherwise you will be. Because you're in yeshiva now. Oh, this is what they talk about. And blah, blah, blah. But when I get to the real world, you know what? If that's your real world, you can have your real world. I ain't interested in a real world that people are, are on their uh, pocket mall for seven hours a day. I'm not interested in that. So I want the fake world. I want the bubble. Everybody can get out of the bubble. Okay, with that in mind, yeah, question and comments, please. A little kickback, some challenges, I love that. Because then we're gonna start our um, goal, how to do goal setting, everybody good? Question, comments? No? Question, comments, anybody? Clarifications, we're good? Yes, from Sim Kharaba. Right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right, right. No, you could do your uh, time on your phone. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. No, I'm just saying, just knowing how you're going to, knowing what's out there, knowing what the world is, what world we live in. It's important to know the world we live in. We live in a world where your average person is going through this. That means you assume that you're part of that statistic. Assume that you're, if, uh, if nine... No, 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 I know, no, but I'm saying, because then someone could say, you could start arguing with that. What are you arguing with that? There's, that that's, it's like saying, uh, check if you have a good marriage, you don't have a good marriage. If 90% if of people or 80% of people have an okay marriage, so then you're going to have an okay marriage or below. So know that. That's an important fact to know. You don't have to check whether you have a good marriage. Just assume you're going to have not such a good marriage unless... You're going to go against the grain. That, that was my point. But I agree with you. Rabbi Rabbah is saying you could check. I'm saying I want to say more than that. It's not about checking. It's about knowing what's, what, you're, what you're in for. Knowing what you're in for. Yes, Menachem Mendel, yes. All I want to say is that my father yes. never had a phone in life. Wow. And he's a surgeon. Wow. Right. Right. Right, right, and it's funny, right, it's funny the way you said that, Menachem, 
um, because you said he doesn't have it and he's a very accomplished thing. I, I, person, I just want to say, maybe Hainuach. Meaning you're saying it like, he doesn't have it and he's still able to accomplish a lot. You heard the diak in, I'm not attacking you, I'm saying, and so that's the way we think of it. How am I going to accomplish without my phone? No, dummy! <laughs> that is how you're going to accomplish. Sorry, I didn't mean to call anybody dummy, but that's, but that's the truth. What does that mean? How am I going to accomplish if I don't have my phone? How am I going to be happy without my phone? No! That's how you're going to be happy. How am I going to get rid of my anxiety? People say that. Oh, I vape, I vape. How am I going to be not anxious without vaping? No, that, that, that hurts you. Stop vaping and you'll learn how to not be anxious. Stop being on your phone and you'll learn how to, how, to be, how to be a happy person and not have anxiety. No, I'm on my phone because I have anxiety. No, you have anxiety because you're on your phone. Shabbos. Ah, I, have, I struggle with Shabbos. You don't struggle with Shabbos. Struggle with Shabbos. You have, you have anxiety. That's your problem. You have anxiety. And you'll never, ever, 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 ever. You'll never, ever, ever, ever be able to beat that. Thank you, Menachem, for your father. Thank you, Menachem, for your father. Thank you, Dr. Lexier. And I've met Dr. Lexier. He's a, he's, a, he's a real guy. He's a real person. And correct, that's part of it. But that's a very important thing to remember. And by the way, guys, don't wait for your friends, quote, unquote. Like we learned last night in Masil Susharam, don't wait for your friends to get rid of your fo their, their phone. Because your friends are not going to get rid of their phone. People are not going to get rid of their phone. They're not going to because it's not quote-unquote cool. And then you're going to have your anxiety. So then what are you going to do? Who are you gonna, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? Oh, Yehuda. Yes. Okay, good. Beautiful. So Yehuda's asking a great question. First of all, I don't like the word should. You know that, right? Um, I am saying that um, if you would get rid of your... Um, you're being on your phone. I'm not talking about, let's say, a flip phone. The less you're on your phone, the more you will have a quality and a better life. That's what I'm saying. Now, you could choose. You, everyone here is mature enough to choose. I'm not, you're not my son who's 10 years old or 15 years old where I'm deciding for you and saying I'm not letting you have a phone. But what I'm... The ultimate to strive for is to be able to be happy, to, to deal with life, to live in reality, to be productive. And the only way that you're going to do that is the less time you spend on your pocket mall. It's not a phone. No one talks on the phone. People just, they, they use their thumbs or they use their fingers for the phone. So yes, absolutely. If you're asking me advice, if anyone here is asking me advice, how to have a better life, I would say 100%. I would start with putting aside your phone for, for a long period of time, going a day without your phone, and see with all the anxiety. Nachi, you, you want to share with us, please, a little bit? I could. If you want to. You just recently had something with your phone. Um, you don't... Share. Go, so share. Um, loud, loud. Yeah. Um, I stopped using, I don't, I decided I'm using my phone like any other people, for example, compared to like another piece of technology just so it's easier to label. I have a laptop, right? 
I don't walk around with my laptop on it all day looking to see if I need to use it for something to distract myself all day. When I need my laptop, I go to my apartment, I use my laptop to Google something or look at a certain video, whatever I need to do. So the same thing with my phone. I, I, I decided for myself that whatever I need my phone, I'm not like scared to my phone. If I need to call somebody, I need to text somebody, I'll go back to my apartment, write that in there, whatever it is, I'll push off to when I need to do it, and I'll, and I'll use, it to, use it to text somebody the same way I use it like any other thing in the world that I find it very freeing. Like I find it much, I, I remember the first few days, like I was like, I remember telling Yudi, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm just in present. Like I'm at breakfast and I'm just at breakfast. I'm You're at breakfast, here. exactly. In sheer, as opposed to like the whole time I'm thinking about that text I just said 25 minutes ago. Now I have to use my phone to Correct. last night. Correct. So like, it's like I don't think about using it. Beautiful. Right now. Beautiful. Go ahead, clap it. I want, to, I, want, I want to say something. I want to say something that's very important. What happens is we set ourselves up, and it's funny, where today we gave out the papers. We're going to have to collect them and do it tomorrow. But it's Minish Mind that we did this. I'll tell you why. Because we fight, we fight ourselves when we don't give ourselves a chance. Like I was saying about the anxiety. Let's talk about anxiety because everyone has anxiety. Everybody has anxiety, and it's natural to have anxiety. Now, your phone your pocket mall, whatever you want to call it, your pocket thing, does not help you with your anxiety. It hurts you. Because if you went, one of the programs that guys have gone to, um, and most, most of you probably are, have an addiction in, in a certain way to your phone, only because it started when you were 10 years old, when you were, however it is, it's part of your life. One of the things that guys have gone to detox Forget about drugs and alcohol. Just not having your phone for a day. You know, you know the anxiety that happens when your phone, I know what happens to me. When my phone doesn't work, when I don't have service on my phone, suddenly you feel like, uh-oh, what am I gonna do? I'm lost, I'm lost. Now the phone does have positive things to it. And it has positivity, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We first have to detox, so to speak, from our our reaction. I think that's where, and we'll start that with what, just one minute just to talk about it, okay? The first step, the first step in, in learning how to create your day, the first step to learn how to create your day is to realize that I choose my day. It's what I want. The reason I'm in yeshiva is not because mommy wants me to be in yeshiva or daddy wants me to be in yeshiva. Because if, if you're in yeshiva because mommy and daddy want you to be in yeshiva, then you're still in high school or elementary school. You're not in high school and you're not in elementary school. The reason you're in yeshiva and the reason you're in this yeshiva is because you chose to be here. And the reason you do anything in your life at this stage, now it's a little bit hard to process this because we're not used to this, the reason anybody does what they do now, I'm not talking about when you're 15 years old, I'm not talking about when you're 14 years old, I'm not talking about when you're 10 years old, I'm talking about anyone who's listening to me, I wouldn't listen, I would leave the base medrash, I wouldn't listen to this, if you wanna, if you're, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that's gonna be very true, and I'm gonna say something that is going to bring upon responsibility on you, and that's a little bit hard to hear sometimes, and that is, that is that at this stage in your life, you have a therapist if you want, you have space to be who you want, you have decisions that you can make to do this, to do that. No one here more or less forces anybody to do anything. You have put yourself in an environment where you can do you. 
So the only person who you can blame, and I don't mean blame in a negative way, the only person who you can look at to say why you're not happy and why you're not doing what you're doing is you. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have trauma. It doesn't mean that you don't have a past that has haunted you. But you're choosing not to deal with your past. You're choosing to live uh, that way. So the first step to making our list, which Amir Tashem will have to do tomorrow because it's late, the first step before you even start writing down your goals is that the word that Yehuda said, right, which I, I loved your question, Yehuda. It was a great question. But the word that I was actually, see, Yehuda helped me be machaven to this, right? That's what happens when you're, uh, a per how long have you been in yeshiva for now, Yehuda? Three years. That's what happens when you live like Yehuda Notice, who comes to yeshiva and grinds and works hard to work on himself. That's what happens. So someone like that, someone like that for three years straight, he's three years in yeshiva, is, understands, wait, maybe, maybe it's, uh, the, am I saying get rid of my phone? That's the level he's at already. The most important thing for you to start to realize when you make your goals and your dreams is it's not what I should do. It's not what you should do. Nothing that you're writing on your list is what you should do. You're not writing your list for mommy and daddy. You're not writing this list for, for anyone but for yourself. And you start with the list, not what I should do, not what somebody else wants me to do. What do I want to do? We'll talk about it. We don't, like I said, we don't have the time. So what do I want to do this week? What do I want to accomplish this week? What do I want to accomplish this next two weeks? Whatever it might be. Yes, Yehuda. When I say should, I mean like there's an ultimate that you want to be and maybe I'm not there yet. Good, good, good. So that we'll talk about it. Correct. But I'm saying what's dangerous with the word, I, I wasn't attacking you in that, but because one of the things we're doing here is creating by day. Your day, you don't want your day to be a day of shoulds. You want your day to be a day of this is what I want to do. Just like no one got you dressed. I hope no one got you dressed this morning. And you dressed yourself. You didn't say, oh, I have to wear this clothing, I have to. You went into your closet, you went into your drawer, and you picked out and said, I want to wear this shirt. I want to wear these socks. This is what I like to do. So if you do that, that's how you look at your day. You start off by saying, this is, anyone who's sitting here decided that they want to be here. And the reason people are not happy, one of the reasons people are not happy, is because they are not living the life that they want to live. They're not living the life that they want to live. And the more you live the life that you want to live, that is the life, as I will quote, we'll end off with this quote, one of my favorite quotes. We'll end off with this. And it goes like this. You've heard this from me before. Taking care of yourself. Self-care. Here it is, guys. Correct. Very good. See, Shua Osina already said it because he knows it. True self-care, taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is that means you got everything. Your father loved you from day one. Your mother loved you. Your siblings. You grew up in the fantasy, fantasy, beautiful world. You got all the attention. You did well in school. Your perfect life, which is true self-care. Nobody had it. Nobody probably will have it, but now when you're 19, 20, 21 years old, you could create the perfect life. 
That you can do. You can try and create for yourself the perfect life. And what is that? True self-care is not soft baths and chocolate cake. That's not what it's about. It's not about food. It's not about uh, enjoyment. That's not what it is to take care of yourself and live the life you want to live. It's making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. If you're escaping, if you're escaping, which a lot of us are, if you're escaping and you're not really happy and you have anxiety and you're nervous, those are all normal. But the way to start pushing those down and getting rid of those is by choosing to live the life that you want to live. And it starts, we're not doing it today, it starts by first writing it down and looking at it with your, your eyes and saying, put it on your wall. Have this on your wall. When we finish this, uh, this uh, you know, thing together, you'll have it on your wall, neatly. This is what I want. So when you're waking up late, why are you upset? You're upset because I don't want to wake up late. Or you could wake up late and you could be happy. You know why? Because I decided I'm going to wake up late. And good for you. If you decide to get up every morning at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and that's one of your goals, I need to get a good night's sleep. I go to bed 2, 3 in the morning. I want to, good for you. Good for you. Go do what you got to do. If you decide that you want to watch three hours, four hours of movies, and that's something that you want to do, go knock yourself out. Go do that. But first, get in touch with what you really want to do. That's step number one. Not what you should do, but what you want to do. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should all be zocha. That our past, why did our past fail? Our past failed because, as uh, Tzvi Koenig said, sin are the Rosh Tevis for someone I'm not. Someone I'm not. S-I-N. Someone I'm not. When you do a virus and you do things, it's because you're not living the life that you truly want to live. That's why you're doing. That's why you're on your phone. That's why you're smoking. That's why you're, that's why you're drinking. That's why you're Instagramming. That's why you're TikToking. That's why you're doing all these things. Why? Because you haven't decided to live the life that you want to live. Once you start living that life that you want to live, all those things naturally will just go away. You don't need it. You don't even need those things anymore because you're totally, totally loving it. You're loving your life. And our past is all because we haven't been loving our life and living our life. And the future, what are you better worried about the future? Do it today. Start doing what you want to do. Start living the life that you want to live. Mir Tashem will, uh, I guess everyone can keep the papers. We'll give it out to Mir Tashem tomorrow to be continued. Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life.